This talk is being given soon after the Brussels Jihad. Have you noticed that with this Jihad, like all the others, that you hear the same things in the media? Muslims fear backlash. Muslims are the real victims. Islam is the religion of peace. Muslims condemn terror. Well, it goes on after every one of them, but now we're beginning to see there's a pattern. And I'd like to talk to you about the pattern. A gentleman who calls himself a Muslim says, here's five reasons why Muslims should never have to apologize for terror. And this was featured in Huffington Post. The piece is written by Omar Al-Natur, who claims to be a proud American, Texan, a college student, humanitarian, and an aspiring physician. He says, I do everything I can for the betterment of my community, which is the Ummah, and the country. Well, he has his priorities in order because he tends first to the Muslims and then to the rest of the nation. Now, here's the first of five reasons why he should not have to apologize for terrorism. You see, Islam is hijacked by those who wrongly use our religion to justify their heinous crimes. Well, you're not hijacking if you're following Muhammad. And Muhammad was a jihadist. As a matter of fact, until Muhammad started practicing jihad, his religion was not drawing many converts. When you're following Muhammad, you're not committing a crime. You're doing the Sunnah of Muhammad, which every Muslim is commanded to do. So therefore, if a Muslim is involved in jihad, any form of violence to advance Islam, because Muhammad was a slaver, he tortured people, he did sneak raids, he used violence, he averaged one violent event every month for the last nine years of his life. So if you're a Muslim and you're doing violence against the kafir, the non-believer, you're doing jihad, you're doing it just like Muhammad. So therefore, you're not hijacking anything. Now what I would like for Mr. Omar to do is to not apologize for terror, but instead admit, no, this is part of our doctrine. He says, my religion teaches peace. He is so certain of this fact that he will award anybody $10,000 that they can find a verse in the Quran that says it's okay to kill innocent people or to commit acts of terror. Well, I'm not interested in $10,000, which I got a feeling would be hard to prize out of your hand, but I am interested in saying to those who are watching this, don't play with the Quran. If you want to prove something about Islam, go to Muhammad. Use the Sunnah of Muhammad. Well, 21% of the Hadith by Bukhari is devoted to jihad. 24% of the Quran written in Mecca is about jihad. So there was no violent act that Muhammad didn't do. All I want from this gentleman is not to deny this, but to acknowledge, yes, jihad is part of our doctrine. Jihad is part of the Sunnah of Muhammad. Jihad is the way of Muhammad. Then he goes ahead to say that Islam, you're not to kill innocent people. Well, here's the inside information. As a kafir, I'm not innocent. Why? Because I have rejected the prophethood of Muhammad and the truth of the Quran. So therefore, I am guilty of the crime of denying Islam. He also goes ahead to say that Muslims as a religious group are not terrorists. Well, that may be, but as a political group, they're allowed to practice jihad. Look, all I want from this gentleman is that he acknowledge the doctrine. Forget about the Muslims. What about Islam and fighting in Allah's cause? Well, tell us that you agree with that. That's all I'm asking for. He says his religion, Islam, blatantly stands against violence. Oh, it does not. Because remember, 24% of the Quran written in Medina indulges jihad, fighting in Allah's cause. He says Muslims condemn terrorism. I'm not interested in anybody condemning terrorism. All I want him to do is to stand up and say there are two forms of Islam, the Meccan Islam and the Medinan Islam, and that we can practice either one of those. 
but will he condemn jihad? Never mind about condemning terrorism. Will this gentleman condemn the jihad of Muhammad? Will he condemn fighting in Allah's cause? He says that Muslims are at the very forefront of combating terrorism. Well, that's an odd statement to make, but what they should be combating is the Sunnah of Muhammad, which offers up jihad as an option to deal with kafirs. He says that Muslims are the largest victims of terrorism and that therefore this is proof that it couldn't be Islamic. Well, here's the way the history of Islam works. When Muhammad died, the caliph became his best friend Abu Bakr. Abu Bakr spent his years as a caliph killing Muslims who were not good enough to be Muslims. And when Islamic State kills Muslims, that's exactly the same reason. Actually, according to my statistics, about two Muslims are killed in jihad for every one who's a kafir. So when Muslims get killed by other Muslims in jihad, it's the jihad of purification. Now then, he says he's detached from terrorism, so don't link him with terrorism just because he's a Muslim. Well, Omar, you have the same doctrine, you have the same Quran, and by the way, when the jihadi shouts Allahu Akbar before he kills somebody, you say the same thing five times a day. You are connected to the jihadist by Muhammad, you're connected to the jihadist by Allah. So it's all there, you are connected to it whether you want to or not, as long as you do your five prayers a day and call yourself a Muslim. Now I have one other point to make here. He says he's going to be a physician. Let me ask you a question. If you were me and you stood publicly against the doctrine of political Islam, would you put yourself in the hands of a Muslim physician? Can you think of this concept, medical jihad? Well, I can think of this concept, and for that reason I would never allow a Muslim physician to practice this arts on me. One last point here. This whole article is so filled with